already know what time it is. Welcome back to another episode of Thinker versus Speaker, where I, Marissa the Thinker, sit down with different guests and we talk about all things, anything, everything, life, love, relationships, spirituality, literally whatever you want to talk about. So with that being said, you know what I'm saying? We don't always know what we're going to talk about before we talk about it. So if you easily trigger, consider this a general trigger warning. We don't know what's going to offend people. Um, so you can do one of two things. You can, one, leave a comment so we can talk about it. So because that's what Thinker versus Speaker is about, building a dialogue and getting understandings about people and what they think and all of those things. Or, you know what I'm saying? If you got to leave, do what you got to do. Hopefully you come back next week when we talk about something different and you can join the conversation once again because you never know what we're going to talk about from week to week. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and hop straight into it. We got one of my favorite guests to the show um, back in the building today. We got Trey of A&O Movers, Emerging Business Leaders, all of the things. I could list them out because you're just so busy. The Faith Walker himself, the TikTok creator. How are you doing today? Good. How about you? I'm good. I'm chill. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying. It's been a busy weekend, but I'm I'm in my yeah yeah I'm in my purpose. I'm that was in- so great. I didn't ask you that. How was Christmas and all that for you, man? And New Year's, man. It was good. I went silent. Yeah. I went completely silent and quiet. Uh, yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. Like I I spent it with family, and yeah. I was I was really just regrouping and trying to figure out what it is that. I wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? It was a little bit of spiritual warfare out there in the world, but you know, I got through it and it made me stronger. Um, it really kind of got me back on track. See, like spiritual warfare, it sounds so, I don't like saying it like that because it sounds so negative. But no, like, but it is what it is. Call it for what it is. Call it, it what it is. It is what it is. But I, I, I don't want to say I like it, but I mean, it always makes me stronger when you get to the other side of it. So I don't mind yeah. it. So, yeah. you know, you know, it just, it's just life, life in at that point. So in ministry, um, the enemy will learn to attack you in certain seasons because he knows that you're most vulnerable within those seasons. And we have got to understand that when it comes around to the holidays and Christmas and New Year's, we're most vulnerable around those times because we, we we experience people that you know that don't have family, people that can't go back home and visit family and visit with people. There's a lot of people that are alone for the holidays, and you, you experience mental warfare. I'm saying you experience physical warfare, mental health declines, and then there's a high risk of accidents, alcohol that's involved, and you know it's you know we're attacked every time we leave the door and we leave out for work. Yeah, you know. To make it on top of that when people are drinking around the holidays and you got the snow, the weather. So I'm just happy that you made it to the new year and I'm blessed to see you here and that you're happy and you're in good health for anybody. Yeah, same. How was the holidays for you? It was good, man. You know, I, I take the holidays and I told my team, I told my staff, I say, hey, I want you to take off. We're not going to come back until January and I want you to take off and then just revamp, man. Get to know yourself. Look at some personal, you know, your personality. Like, oh, you look at look at yourself and you know, and reevaluate who you are, who God has placed on the inside of you, and take some time just to get, you know, just to relax and recruit because you need that sometimes. Everybody needs. We go twenty four seven, three hundred sixty days, you know, out of the year, and we and we don't have a break. We probably take a vacation, but we need that time just yeah. to decompose and just, you know, and just and reevaluate, you know, who we keep in our circle, who we keep around us how we're handling situations and day-to-day things. And, you know, just to have that time just to spend with family and be and merry and joy and just, you know, enjoying life. Because we know, you know, life hits us hard. You know what I mean? Hard. And sometimes we got to take a little minute 
pump your brakes and just smell the roses just for a minute. So oh, yeah, I enjoy. Yeah, you gotta pump your brakes a little bit. Yeah, I was actually talking to my therapist uh, the other week, and we were having a conversation about burnout. And she said something similar to what it is that you're saying. And she was just like, you got to plan for your breaks. You yeah. got to plan breaks. Breaks are important. And she was just like, you don't want to get caught up in the striving for your purpose so much mm -hmm. that you forget, you know what I'm saying? That you forget to be you in the process of it. Um, because she was just like, you know, especially when entrepreneurship was the example in my case, where she was just like, you got this goal. And I'm sure you probably tell yourself every day, like, as soon as I can get out this job, God, like, as soon as, as, soon as, as soon as, for real though, yeah. But, yeah. and then, but the thing is, it's just like, but once you get there, then this becomes the work. Your purpose becomes the work. And you think that it's going to make you happy, but then you have the same stresses and everything else. So, you know, it's just not taking it so seriously and just, you know what I'm saying? Giving yourself a break when you need a break and pulling back. And yeah. I like that, you know, um, plan for it. Plan for the break. I'm going to write that down. But plan for the break. And um, I've watched and seen so many successful people get burned out. But then I've also watched and seen so many successful people plan for a break and then they never come back off a of vacation. Ooh. And that's crazy to me. Yeah. You, 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 I'm like, cool. I got all this done for the year. We got all these events done. I got all this, you know, this work done for the year. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I, I'm successful. I did what I needed to do. I fixed my goals. And then, so I'm going to take me a break because I need it and I deserve it. But then how do you take a break and then you stay on vacation for the remainder of the year? God didn't call you to stay there on the beach. Yeah. He said, I got plans for you. But in order for you to get to where I need you to go, I need you to get up and do your part. And we can't do our part if we still on vacation. So yeah, yeah man, you gonna plan for the break. Make sure you also plan to go and get come back to work. <laughs> yeah, and I love how you said that too because that's exactly what happened, right? So the the part of the spiritual warfare, like I had other like physical things going on in my life, but part of it was the Emerging Business Leaders Expo happened November. Yeah, and all of the work <laughs> that yeah. went up. Yeah. And to get into that expo, right? Yeah. And I got home and I'm riding the high because, you know, so many good things happened in that weekend. You yeah. know, it was just so much positivity and y'all showed me so much love. And it was just, it was amazing. And I got back home and I was just like, I need a break. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We felt the same way. <laughs> we felt the same way. Like, oh, I'm going to need about like two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And, and I started taking that break. And at first it was good. And it's just like, all right, it's time to get back into it. And then I start the process of getting back into it. And then it was something will happen. And it'd be like, I guess we're not getting back to it right now. You know? And then I'll tell myself, all right, it's time to get back into it. And it's just like, well, I'm going to break a little bit longer. And it's just like, all right, when you coming back now? Yeah. When, when are you coming back? Is you've been on break for a while. It's time, you know, and you're dealing with motivation and everything else. So, you know, it took when the new year came, it was just like I was sitting down and I was reevaluating my goals. And it was finally like, no, nah, it's time. It's time. Oh, I don't want and so I, it's so good you said that, man, because you can be so complacent and get so stuck in just the high. Because you, you rode this high off this one moment of success. But don't let that one moment be just that one moment and be your only moment. And then you become complacent in just that moment. 
And so that's the problem. We we thought we were great about the expo. And then I had to take a step back and reevaluate how we see ourselves in the near future. Where are we going with our goals? And then I was like, I don't want to be complacent. I don't want to just say we did this one event and then we were good and we had success. And yeah. then next week we take vacation and we're gone or we ain't came back. <laughs> we still on vacation. We sitting on the beach. But yeah, just not to be complacent in it, man. Man got so much intentions for you in your life and where he's leading you to in your company and this podcast and thinking versus speaker and the platform you're building. And I don't want you to feel like, you you know, you're, hey, I'm here. I made it. Maybe this is it for me. Maybe this is my, you know, this is my, you know. Plateau. My, yeah, right, right. I don't, I don't know. No, sky's the limit, man. We talking about TV stations. Well, come on, sky's the limit. Let's speak yeah. it into a right. Since we own it, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The Emerging Business Leaders Expo. We haven't been back yeah. since it happened, and we with the man himself. So tell us about it. Tell us, you wow. know, your thoughts on it. And we had over um, close to 25 plus uh, vendors. Um, from ranging from various business owners, t-shirt owners, you know, cupcake owners, I mean, some like mobile mixers and bars, other were, uh, you know, health departments. And we couldn't be more astonished about the, you know, the crowd of just support and help and the people that actually came out and showed up and showed out. And I mean, it was so much going on and so much and so, so much at once. But we, we reevaluated. The team came. They sat back down after, you know, looking over the program, looking over how we did so much and we wanted to do so much because we were so ambitious about it. You know, we was like, man, we've, we've done this. You know, it, it happened. And, you know, with so many people, you, you showed up. And I mean, when I mean you, show, you showed out, I mean, the tablecloth, the T-shirt, the merch. I still ain't got my merch. I need my little you know, good mug with the thinker versus speaker logo on it. I need my merch. Like I'm, I'm waiting on it. Look, look, see, I'm waiting on it. Merch and you know, all your family came out to support. I mean, your booth was blowing. I mean, you were right there by the door. There was so many people coming up and just signing up, and it was just um, it was a real moment to understand that the you know what we had been pressuring the whole year for everyone to understand is that we are a support group for everybody that has a like minded mind like us that want to you know see generational curses broken of financial you know depression you know or, or just you know financial issues and you want to be able to create financial freedom for your family and for everyone tied to you and attached to you and in doing so you got to surround yourself with like-minded people and that was our goal in the end and so for us to have all these like-minded people and all these brains in the room and everybody's just networking and talking and passing out cars and now they're setting up other, you know, business transactions. Hey, we, just from the expo itself, we had two vendors actually set up another program and now they're, they're doing a pop-up shop sometime, next, what, Valentine's Day. And she hired one of the other vendors to come out and show out. And this, and this is what it's all about. It's about supporting each other. And that's what it wants our community we want to support the people that look like us think like us and you came from the same background as us and we couldn't did anything better i loved it man it was a great turnout good show out i mean um there's some things that could have been changed i think uh in the future we're going to have a speaker separate from the expo there were some things that we know we had to reevaluate and you know, improve upon. And we 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 ourselves, all right cool we're not going to do this like this no more now we're going to have to probably separate this so with that comes almost 25 to 50 new events that we have planned for the new year. So yeah, it was a good out. That's awesome. That's awesome. And like I said, it was like the thing that I loved about the expo, just being a part of it was the the amount of support that you felt 
you know, just being in a room full of just these like minds and seeing what all these other people are doing and how they doing it. And, you know, even being able to, cause I got two things out of it. You know, one is it, the community aspect of it. Yeah. And, you know, being around all of these people, it's just like, it's a rush of energy just like a rush of positive energy, just like, yes, like, you know what I'm saying? All of us are working together. It was, it was drama. It was no, no BS, nothing. And then it's just like looking at y'all, y'all like a, like a tight running ship. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you here, you there, you all right. taking pictures. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm over here trying, I'm trying to MC the program. I'm over here getting interviews over all stage. Then I'm also still trying to tell the DJ what to do, run the concession stand, and run the front door. So, yeah, it was all over the place. Man, you had fire coming off your Jordans. You was moving around <laughs> so much. <laughs> but yeah, I, was, but it, I love it. It's my passion, man. This is what I do. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, what you could tell, you could tell that everybody was in their element for them. Yeah. And that was so dope. And like, you know, doing this show that's what I love I love seeing people in their purpose you know doing what they were meant to do and called to do so being in a room full of other people that are doing it especially you know in St. Louis a place where you know that crab and barrel mentality it was a beautiful thing Ooh, ooh! don't talk don't say it that's another episode boy but uh it is <laughs> it, was, it, it, it was um Someone posted a couple weeks uh, before the expo that business owners don't support each other in St. Louis or St. Louis doesn't support its own. And I've heard that several times. And we were the prime evidence that, you know, we can't, we come from a community of people, of believers that believe that what we're doing and like-minded others like us support each other. You know, we don't have that crab in the barrel mindset, but, you know, there's that stigma based on our community that, you know, yeah, we pulling each other back. You know, we can't we can't support it. We can't come out the events. You know, we can't spend money on black owned businesses. But yeah, I hate that stigma. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I try not to. I try not to even feed into it anymore. Because yeah. Because I feel like we're we're getting to a point where we've acknowledged that that exists. Yeah. We we full we've acknowledged it. We me and you have even done episodes before where we have acknowledged that this is a thing that happens, especially in our city. But now. Being involved in things like this and seeing how different it is, I don't want to feed it anymore. Ooh, it's motivation. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah because I'm not surrounded in that anymore. You know what it's I mean? Yeah. Like, so I picked up, Michelle became my mentor. So if y'all didn't know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so if y'all didn't know, uh the guest speaker at the at the expo, her name is Michelle Brewer. She was she she and she was talking about the things that, you know, the the gems we need to know as black business owners and giving us keys to the things that we deal with and how to set up businesses and all those kind of things. And I was I would catch as much as I can, but you know, my forces was on fire too. I was I was I was a little I was a little bit everywhere too, and I was trying to catch her speak. And long story short, I'm listening to what she says and she asks a question and she said, you know, who out here is trying to start a business and is having a hard time? And I'm just like, me? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, I'm finna, I'm about to pay for your LLC. Get with me. I'm a, we started, we're going to get you up and running. And she kept her word. She kept her word. 
right then and there, actually. When it, when it, right, got- I walked out in that expo with my LLC. Yeah, I did. And I, I absolutely did. Or two, actually, on top of that. Yeah, I think she, it. she gave you a little bit more on top of that, on, on top of the LLC. For sure. Yeah, yeah she gave me uh, the LLC. I had my phone service. She showed me how to get my EIN. So I, yep. I walked out, set up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Set up. And I and I talked to her once a week. And you know what I'm saying? And, we, and she got me on track working on some projects to really bring some things into fruition. So when it comes that's to merch and all these things, we come. That's a blessing. That's, that's amazing. I mean, we knew what she, we knew that she was giving giveaways. And we knew that, you know, the background she came from and what the knowledge that she had and what she was giving out. But to be able to just say, I'm going to give this to you. And, you know, there are so many gatekeepers. Now, we've been going full circle back. about saying, But there are so many gatekeepers in our community, in our city, that'll say, hey, I gotta, you got to get this. Pay to get this information. I spent, at the beginning of the year last year, I spent $300 just to register my LLC because I didn't know that I can be my own registered agent. That was a waste of 300 just to start my own business. Then at the beginning of this year, didn't realize that the registration that I signed up for renewed their services and hit me for another 200 Yeah. So then I got 500 Not even knowing that I didn't even need the registration in the beginning and I could have been my own registration. But this is all full circle going back to say that these gatekeepers are in place to just manipulate and then use you because you don't know the knowledge. Yep. And that's love about the expo man it provided a space where not only we can support each other but we can pour into each other for sure for sure and and that's exactly what i even got from it because you know even even now doing this experience you know when i had that moment because i hadn't been like i said i was supposed to check in with michelle once a week and when i was holidays went by i, I went in because it was the holidays i was like i ain't gonna bother you on the holidays or whatever but yeah. then she hit me up and she was just like call me she was like, she was like, call me. And then I told her, and then when I did, I told her, I was like, yeah, I was going through some things or whatever. And she was just like, yeah, no, next time call me. Cause that's what it's for. This is what support is for. Like, you know, and being able to have those mentors and those people who have been in your position, even though it might not be exactly the same, they know what it's like to navigate this space and then to to have type of support system. Like even when you feel like uh, ain't nobody, nah, it's people around you that's gonna get it, that's gonna uplift you, even when you don't feel like you have it. They might have some words of encouragement. They might be able to guide you in another direction and everything like that. And that's something that I picked up from just going to the expo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Showing up. And I don't want you to speed past that moment because that is so important for anybody that's listening. You got to understand that having a mentor is vital for your growth. It can be personal. It can be business-wise. It can be mental health. But somebody that has already been there, seen the scars, because there is a situation right now you can't seem to find your way out. You can't talk to nobody about it. But there's somebody that's already been through the mess and the stuff that you're going through now. You trying to start your LLC? Like I said, I, I didn't I can be my own registration. But if I had a mentor at the time that was teaching me these things, now I can do the same for somebody else. Yep. And that's, that's all about going full circle. Whatever you're learning, whatever you're giving, and when Michelle's pouring into you, just pay it forward and pour it into someone else. Mentoring is big. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's huge. And you know what I'm saying? And that's why now it's just like, I don't, I don't feed the, the negativity. Yes, we, we got to agree because it's the truth. But at the same time, we're trying to change that truth. And that's what yeah. I love about, you know, what what happened at the Emerging Business Leaders Expo. And just this whole, you know, the group that's being put together now. Because even still, after the expo was done, the, the Facebook was still going. Y'all still telling oh, people yeah. <laughs> about, you know... Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm saying. The group itself is still growing. I still find myself asking, and what's so dope now? Uh, Christy, the one who I just did the episode with, I think it was uh, two weeks ago, Gutted Fitness. Yeah. Um, she found me through Emerging Business Leaders. Oh wow, really? Yeah. Oh wow, that oh man, that, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That, that puts a smile on my face. I'm I'm, I'm smiling to hear that means that you know what we're doing is it, working. That's what the group out, man, is about networking and connecting these different pieces and people. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So every time, every time somebody's saying like, oh, we don't support each other. We this, we that. I'm like, yo, are you following emerging business leaders? Are you in that group? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because. Bring, bring them. Bring them, man. More people. And that's what we get. Yeah. That's what we get. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm excited about that. So while we're talking on the expo, so we've yes. already set the new year for our annual expo. It's going to be November 9th, 2024. So save the day. Be there. Be square. I don't want to have to go ahead and chase you down. Go and bring your mama, bring your cousin, bring your uh, sister, too. Come on. <laughs> Seriously. Part two. We, I got to do it. But yeah, save, November 9th, 2024. We've already said it. All right. All right. Awesome. So, so. Now, since y'all had a chance to group after the expo and everything like that, what do you see with, like, the pros and the cons of it? And, like, what are things that you think will change going forward with this next one? We're more organized now. I mean, we were organized before, but like I said, you know, we're, we're January in, and we've already set the date for the new, uh, the, the next expo, and we're we're, um, we're planning ahead of time so that way we can have a more, a big of an impact on the community. We, we want to blow this thing out. So we want to make sure that we have the kids come out. We're looking to go you know, focus more on the youth this time around. We want to get more of the, you know, something that's going to attract them. Bounce houses, diaper giveaways, clothing drives. So we're planning a big thing, uh, which is going to map right back around to our next biggest event right after the expo. So what we're going to do with all the um, businesses that we're partnering with currently right now, we're collaborating with and everyone we're working with, we have a year worth of events planned around this um, expo and then towards December after the expo. So after we didn't get all our work and you came doing your network, we're building a community of people. And that's, and that's what it's all about. So we'll come together and we're hosting a masquerade ball from December right after the expo. At Ooh. that masquerade ball, it will be a award ceremony honoring local business owners and business owners we work with the actual year. We got big plans. We got big plans. We to help sponsor some people, help them start their LLC. So we want to build this community of people that are actually understanding that they have somebody that's there to support them and, you know, give them motivation and inspire them to do others and do big things. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah we got that plan. Yeah, I'm going to have to say the dates in some places. Y'all know I don't like coming to St. Louis in the wintertime. Why y'all always trying to Man, do something? It was negative three degrees here the other day. <laughs> It was so cold. I seen a post. Somebody said, "This that uh, this the cold that they was fighting uh, off of four brothers. He was fighting them and threw them in the ice. That's how cold it is." I was like, "Oh man, yeah, it was cold. It's cold. I ain't, I ain't never. Yeah. It, it, was, 
it was like 11. It was like, so a little bit. It was, it was a, a little bit of sleep. I didn't go to work on Monday. It was like, don't even try. My Mustang out here spinning out. I'm like, yeah, we ain't doing. And that's part of the reason why we took that break, too. I was like, yeah, once the uh, Missouri unthaws, then we'll be back. Emerging business will be back out once Missouri unthaws. But yeah, that was part of the reason why we took that break. Yeah, yeah we got we got fighting work we want to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we got a couple of other events uh, coming up in February. February, we're planning a uh, <clears throat> due to Black History Month, we're planning a flash mob. This flash mob is entitled Flash Mob Minority Owned Businesses. So this flash mob will get a gr group of 15 or so more people together. And emerging business leaders will actually organize and coordinate with local business owners. So if you own a small restaurant or if you own a small tackle shop or, you know, barbecue stand, every Saturday for the month of February, we'll, we'll mob and do a flash mob to each local small business owner and we'll support them. We'll, we'll buy merchandise. We'll buy products, we'll services. Whatever you do, we're going to have a group of 15 to 20 or more people come in all at once and just buy up the store. We'll do an interview with the local business owners. We're building up our new platform for our YouTube channel to post those on our YouTube channels. We'll come back to, we'll come back to Thinker versus Speakers and do reviews on uh, certain restaurants with the uh, business owners later on in the month. And uh, we'll do this in honor of Black History Month, man. So we'll have about 20 to 35, you know, do, we'll do a small little group. It's like a flash mob. And we'll mob out. We'll, we'll, we'll ask the audience, you know, in the comments, hey, where do you think we should go next? Who do you think we should visit next? And yeah. then we're planning this once a month. So after the month of February is done, it's not it. We're going to do this once a month where we're going to pick a local business and we'll we'll mob out to it and we'll spend money. We'll give Google reviews and just supporting. It's all about support. So, yeah, man. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. We got to blow that up. That sounds like, yeah. that sounds like a super cool idea. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're planning the um platform to get some content on there about you know doing most of the interviews with the uh, business owners and um, you know just telling them a little bit more about their businesses and like hey you know what do you do what do you sell you know this is you where are you located at and then all the people that come out so you know you know anybody that's in St. Louis that area that are looking to actually support small owned business and don't like mine coming out their pocket for it, come out to our flash mob during that month. In honor of Black History Month. But yeah, we got that going on. Um, like I, said, I gotta get y'all to go to the zone. I gotta get y'all to go to Krisky's gym and check it out. Man. Oh, you need to, come on, come on. Look, hey, after this, <laughs> yeah, go on and get, get it in. Yeah, like right, going to get it. Up. And then um, after that, we're rolling out. We got a couple, you know, date date night deals that we want to do. Nineties and twenty themed skate night for all my singles. We got an entrepreneur speed dating uh, option coming up soon. We will have a lot. Owners, you know, who you know having you know troubles finding love in all the right places, but looking in the wrong places for it. So we got a speeding date conversation coming up. We'll we'll go to one of them small locally owned business, uh, black owned businesses, and we'll go there and we'll host a little speed dating competition. Uh, oh, for the month, the summer month, the process of planning a uh, life skills camp. So this will be an intergenerational camp. Well, we'll have most of the graduates that are coming out of high school and some of the youth coming out and then some of the elderly and we'll teach life skills. So we'll teach financial literacy. We'll teach computer literacy. We'll teach mental health awareness. We'll teach how to do public speaking, you know, how to do interview mocking, interview mocking, mock, mock, mocking, all that stuff. They think you need to do to move on to the next phase of your life. How do you pay your bills? A lot of elderly folks don't know how to pay their bills online. You know, how do you conduct yourself in a group interview? A lot of young guys coming out of graduate or waiting from high school, they don't know how to do that. But 
yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up, <laughs> like a lot that's coming up for this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's something because, like I said, I know the board of emerging business leaders, but is that something where y'all going to need more people getting involved? Yeah. And so that was that was my next point. We're, we're, we're recruiting for the year. So we're hosting a gathering. Um, you write the app. I mean, I guess I announced it on here. Yeah. Marissa is coming on board with us. <laughs> yeah. We're already finished. We've already made that decision. They put it, it was a unanimous vote. Everybody agreed. It was no arguments. You know, you got to come on board. We need you. So, you heard it first. Marissa and the speaker is coming on board with Emerging Business Leader. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited to have her on board for New Year. We got great things planned around Thinker versus Speaker podcast and, you know, doing new episodes. We even talking about trying to do like a series of episodes with the podcast and, you know, bringing new speakers on, teaching other workshops over the podcast. So, you know, yeah, we got some stuff on the pipeline, but we need the help. So we are hosting for, you know, new members. Okay. Let's yeah. go. I, I can help. Like I said, I'm down. I'm excited. Like I said, you was, give, you was giving ideas. I was like, oh, because like, yeah. even with Thinker versus Speaker, I see Thinker versus Speaker as more than just a podcast. Thinker versus Speaker is like a network, you know? Man. And I was telling them this in the last meeting. I was like, man, just the platform that you have and being able to utilize this and then you build all these branches of people to come together. And then now now you have the young lady you had last episode, how she came from you know EBL um, from our website, from our uh, social media and just building those connections. Yeah. So we, we're excited, man. We're excited to have you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And something else that happened really cool in that episode. So she found me through. Now, this is the network is your network. It's on my it's on my um, vision board and everything. But something else that's cool that happened in that she found me through emerging business leaders. Right. She does fitness. I have a guy that I went to college with. His name is MT. He created Metric Mate, which is this software. So, yeah. You've heard it, right? And it's yeah. just like, I'm telling her about Metric Mate. She's like, oh, I'm already linked up with Metric Mate. So it's just right. like, it's like, bro, it's like to, to network, networking and like coming full to, circle. Yeah. It's full circle. Yeah. And to so see we, we're, we're, we're for that man just the, the networking piece alone but it comes to our four pillars man we wanted to do uh wanted to always make sure that we're staying towards supporting our community building business education and then also building life skills so some of that goes into uh not only the workshops that we're planning and the expos and all those other events but we got some things coming down the pipeline where we want to actually give back to our community so right. for the entire 24 starting after today we're going to be doing a annual or just a yearly coat drive Building up into the next winter, we we realized how cold it was and how how cold it got from this year. And there's still a lot of people that are out there sleeping out on the streets, even in negative degree weather. As we were just sitting there talking about it, a lot of people are in downtown St. Louis, and you know, shelters are full. Now churches is opening their um, shelters to bring people in, but they don't even have the transportation to get over there. So we're doing a um, not only a coat drive, a food drive, and a diaper and um, baby shower drive. So we want to we want to be able to give back to our community. So any event that we're hosting for the remaining of the year, you got coats, clothes, extra, you know, shoes or anything like that, come on and bring them over. We'll take them. All right, cool. Yeah, that has my that has my brain going because it's just like, yeah, it needs a platform. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we gotta we gotta give space to get people like it's not that it doesn't exist, it's that people don't know that it exists. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing that we were saying with like the crab and the barrel mentality. Yes, that's true. But 
is it, it's other things happening outside of this small pocket that you've seen and you've experienced. So it's about creating a platform and getting people aware of these things that, you know, are yes. in the community, yeah. but might not be right in front of them. Yeah, you know? exactly. exactly. So with that being said, like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, like, how, how do you think we can really find a way to get our mission to the people that we want to get it to? Do you feel like that is getting to the people who really need it or is it getting the way that you want it to? Have y'all been kind of like having a hard time doing that or is it going to what going well? It's steady. Like I said, I mentioned earlier in the episode, um, people are on vacation. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, so people, people took that time to take that break Christmas and all that. And, uh, they haven't came back off vacation yet, but there's people now that still need the help. There's people now that can't, you know, they probably ain't taking no vacation. You know, there's people now that need to hear the resources and the information and they still need the help. So it's been steady, but um, it's not a problem more than per se. It's more of just continuously, there's not enough. We need to continuously spread the word. You know, emerging business leaders are here to support. We're here to, you know, give you all the resources you need to go ahead and start your own business, to give back to the community. You want to start a not-for-profit. You're, we're, we're here for it. We're all for it. But it's using that platforms that we do have. So, you know, your podcast here, thinking for speaker, of course, uh, building a YouTube channel and, you know, and then our social media. But it, word of mouth is always good, too. You know, hit the churches, you know, churches, you know, they're, they're all about, you know, giving back and seeing guys, people change and change, change in their life. And then you hit the community centers. You got to go to the clubs, go to the clubs and get clubs, you know, meet people where they at. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody needs help. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Everybody does need help. And like, okay, this is a little off topic, but it's kind of on topic at the same time. Because something else that I noticed when I was uh, in town for the expo was that it's a lot more to do. Now oh, yeah. 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 What's why we trying to come out with? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ne next time I'm going to be prepared. I wasn't even ready. I was, about to be, I was like, hold on, wait, I got to, I got, I got to come back longer. That was my problem. That was my problem. Cause y'all are my family. So it's just like, next time I got to come back longer. Yeah. It's a lot to do in St. Louis now. Yeah. 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 St. Louis, St. Louis is changing what it used to be. And there's a lot of more reason because there's a break now. Um, they're bringing a lot more, businesses, which is great because we're all about small business, but they're bringing so many of these businesses in to make St. Louis productive. So the um, one of the business, big, biggest bars in St. Louis, the Armory, and you can go down there and you can just get in for free, you know, get drinks and all this and that and do all these other activities, but it's large. Um, and then Founder City that they're building with all these vendors that are inside of there that you can go and get all these different types of foods and nationalities. and It's great. And it's changing the narrative of what St. Louis was and right. that it was one of the first cities to visit. And it's making people want to live here, you know, and then you actually you know, see the change in your community. Man, yeah, you know. So, yeah, I'm out every, like, almost weekends. <laughs> Come see. Me and Derek are out. And I, I'm telling you, I've probably been to every restaurant, bar in St. Louis. Seriously. So, yeah. Uh, I'm for yeah. yeah. It's a different, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So what are your thoughts on this too? Because see, when, when, when I lived there, one of the reasons we didn't go out was because, you know, it almost seemed like wherever you wanted to go, it would be some mess. That oh, yeah. So yeah. has that part changed? Like, are you seeing so, a change in that? I'll tell you this. What's two plus two? 
Four. Right? So if you were to go to HBCU, what's two plus two? Four. Four. But if you go to like a major, you know, Southern University um, and like Mizzou or Ivy League, two plus two is always going to be four no matter what. Right. No matter what in the world, always going to be danger. There's always going to be somebody out there looking to, you know, feed their family and breaking the cars and doing all this and that. I mean, you know, we just got a little bit more than everybody else. But it's all about having your own situational awareness about your environment, where you at, who you got around you, and then watching out for who's around you at all times. Because you never know when your time comes, and it can be any time. I'm not going to say it's as dangerous, but I, I know when and where and watch my surroundings, and that's how I was brought up. I was born in East St. Louis, so I'm going to tell you right now, it can't be nothing worse than that. But yeah, no, just to watch your situational or, you know, awareness and just, you know, um, it, it's calmed down some. You know, we had the kill boys, and they were breaking into cars left and right. They broke into my girlfriend's car at her job. Um, ransacked it, thought they were going to steal it. But, I mean, it's calmed down some. It's not as worse as it, as it was. So, right. you know, yeah, we had Nelly brought his ball back to St. Louis. You know, he had the Nelly ball. He brought it back. Cedric Entertainer came back, and he was at a couple bars downtown. So, we're St. Louis is really taking a turn for the better. Yeah. So, that's good. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's good to hear, too. You know what I'm saying? It was a conversation that comes up a lot especially on the show is just the amount of awareness situational awareness that we subconsciously grow up with that yeah. we don't even realize and I didn't yeah. realize how deep it was until I moved out here um because it'll be yeah. people who are like literally oblivious to certain things and I'll be like man you know they, they they joke about it all the time. I make little skits about how, you know, if one black person starts running, then all black people going to start running, but we don't know where we're running from. Yeah. But you on point, and you understand that if something's going down, I got to duck, cover, and hide. But, yeah, you have to be aware of your surroundings. That's how I was raised. That's how I was brought up. I don't care where you at. You can be in the Bahamas, still be aware of your surroundings. Danger's around every corner. Yeah. People make people make fun of me to this day. I could be I could be sitting in my car. I could be sitting out in my car looking out all four mirrors at the same time or four yeah. windows. So you say, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking out the two passengers, the one in the back, yeah. I'm looking directly on my front and like out my sides. And it's just like, duh. Like what you're, making, you you're making an extra strategy. <laughs> now I need to. I'm a duck talking roll. <laughs> it's just like cause I gotta be, I have to be aware. And I mean, it's unfortunate. Like, I mean, I guess it's good that we had the survival skills, but it's a little unfortunate that we always have to be on a pivot like that. Yeah. But you and, know, and it comes back to um, there's organizations that are out there now, like us, emerging business. You know, we we done our host our rally for non, uh, gun violence, and there's organizations right now there in St. Louis, in the city of St. Louis, from the government to go ahead and try to, you know, decrease violence in the city and, you know, and focus particularly on the youth violence and the gun violence that is an all-time high. And I think it's, you know, people are doing the work and people are really passionate about it. And we see a bit of a change now to it. So that's good. Yeah. Something interesting enough. Now, this isn't St. Louis, but this is a uh... Chicago, and I'm going to ask you because I know you're passionate about ending gun violence and emerging leaders has their pop-outs that they do for ending gun violence. And it's just like, what are your thoughts on things like that, where how like now in Chicago, you see how they're pushing peace and trying to get people to think more, think more and 
really not go violence. You know what I'm saying? Even Christy mentioned that we got a lot of boxing gyms and stuff popping up in St. Louis and teaching people how to uh, deal with their anger and stuff like that. So what are your thoughts on how that's evolving now? Well, for me, it's personal. So a lot of people understand, and if, if you know me, you'll know that um, about two years ago, I lost my younger brother to gun violence. He was shot and killed in San Antonio outside of LA Fitness, coming outside from playing basketball. And if I was able to prevent it, or if they were to talk through the issues or talk through whatever happened, why not do it? Understand there's victims and then there's the victims' families. And those are the ones that have to be left behind to mourn them. And so we can somewhat even just to sit down and have a conversation and bring it to the table. It's every bit of change, it matters. It matters. So it's personal. So I understand more than anybody it's personal. I had to um, eulogize my own brother. And I think that was probably the hardest speech I've ever given in my life. I bet. And he was young. He barely made 25. And so I see all the younger brothers that are out here and all these youth that are out here with the guns and they got the switches. And, you know, I mean, these these kids are just creative. How can you make a switch off a 3D printer? Why can't you use that creativity to be, yeah, they can make a switch off a 3D printer, but they got the, they got the know how to do it. You got a 3D printer and you using it to kill people? Why not use that for something more productive? And so we were having the conversations about trying to meet with the shot callers, trying to see if the shot callers will bring peace and get get closer to you know the more the youth and trying to you know talk them down from it. And then just you know you can't you can't and I don't want to get anybody to get offended. The police can only do so much. They ain't in a community like we are. They don't, they don't understand the problems that we are facing in our communities. They don't understand what it means to be black and you're walking down the street and you fit the profile or to be black and driving and you fit the profile. They don't understand that. So we, the people, the pastors, the ministers, because the churches are trying to do it too, but the people, your neighbor, your next door neighbor, the person that lives, Miss Susie, that lives down the street from you, the people that care about this community in the city, we have got to be able to get up, stand up, say something. If we want to change, we got to be the change. And that's been the problem. That's yeah. been the problem. Yeah. And interestingly enough, so another mindset that we get growing up in St. Louis. See, I was kind of raised to, if it ain't got nothing to do with you, leave it alone. Yeah. It can't go that quickly, you know? Like, you say the wrong thing, and it's a wrap for you. You know what I'm saying? You put your foot in a place where it doesn't belong. It could be over for you. It Things can happen and escalate very quickly and irrationally, to, to be frank. But, you know, how to get involved when, you know, it kind of might even be ingrained in us to, like, not involve ourselves. You know what I'm saying? How instinctually survival mode teaches us stay out of that. And so see, I, that's that community that I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. Black folks are love to be complacent and love to just stay stagnant and stay where they're at. And, and you know, we, we, we love the same church sermons and services we go to and the sermons that we hear every other Sunday. And we hate change. But we was preaching all about when Obama was getting into electing about being the change and, you know, seeing the change. And then we're back to the same problems eight years later. 
eight years later, we back the same problems. Tuki and them still over there strong out on drugs, and they sitting there in front of there begging for money in front of the liquor store, and we still ain't seen no change. And we cry about wanting change, but we don't want to get out there and make the change. And that's the problem. All it takes is you signing your name on a petition. All you got to do is show up. All you got to do is sit in the seat and hear them out. All you got to do is just sit here and say, hey, I'm tired of it. Put your hands up. You tired of it. We can't go downtown to the Mayday Parade now because every time you go downtown, there's youth in the streets and there's violence and they're young and they don't care where are the parents, where are the mamas. Mamas, keep your kids under in check and keep them in the house. Keep them out of these streets. These babies out here going to jail young, young. They out here selling, filling out on the street, young, filling out on the street, young. Still in breaking in the cars, young. And then where are the parents at? We ask ourselves that. So it starts with us. We can't ask somebody to come in and save us if we don't want to save ourselves or we don't want to be saved. That's absolutely true. Because that that's the first thing that you kind of see through sometimes is it's almost like they, even like when it comes to like presidents and stuff, for example, where it's just like, it's like we voted Obama in do for us eight years later. It's just like, well, what did he do for us? And it's just like, well, I mean, sure, you can feel that way if you want to feel that way. I'm not the type of person that's gonna try to make you feel any differently about anything. But like, what are we doing to help ourselves? Like you said, you know what I'm saying? At what point do we take responsibility for our own outcomes? And I know people hate it when you say stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But when you the truth. Yeah. yeah, you tell them that, you know, we in the wrong. People hate to hear somebody else tell them that they wrong or that you were wrong. You were wrong for that. Yeah. They said and talked to that baby more. And, then, and it always goes back to how they were raised and how we're raising these youth and young men to be men. And we're not raising them to be men no more. We're raising them to be weak, soft, idle, and just be able to be influenced by whatever comes when the wind blows. We're not raising them to be men no more. And so you you look at us, you know, you look at how industry and the music industries and the things that they lean towards and, and they're drawn to and how the music industry has a set agenda of how they want men to be and how they and how they want them to, you know, jack and stand and you speak like this. And no, well, the fathers are no longer in the uh, households. Fathers are no longer, you know, we, we don't come to two, from two parent households anymore. You know, you don't, you know, the mamas are trying their best, but they young themselves and they want to be out in the street and do what they want to do and, you know, make their money the way they want to make their money. Where are the parents? Where are the people that are standing up for them? It's crazy because most of these youth have to grow up early and they have to be the parents themselves. And then it causes all this, this, this mental issues and mental health issues. And now they feel neglected. They feel wanted. And then they feel like, well, I can do whatever I want. Don't nobody care about me. I'm going to live my life on the edge. And if I go on the dead or more, I don't care. Didn't nobody care about me enough to love me. Right. Our community and our city needs help. Yeah. Yeah. It's not enough. I, I think it's just enough people out there that's like, you matter. You know, yeah. because that's something that I see when I look at these things. Because anytime I see somebody that is willing to crash out that easily, it's just like, at what point did you really, like, you're not even thinking about the consequences of what's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the scariest things to me is somebody that does not fear consequences because 
the self-awareness just ain't there. And that's 95% of the youth. That is 95% of the youth. And I'm probably thinking about ages 14, 19. And that's a big gap. And they, no, they don't care about consequences no more. Yeah. If you sitting out here, I was having a discussion. I was having a discussion with uh, Ashton on live the other day because he was talking about an incident that happened in Normandy with the girl that fought the teacher. Yeah, I, uh, I was watching y'all live, and uh, yeah, I, I was looking at that. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, and he and he was kind of saying like the girl was justified, and I was like, it's no justification in the world to put your hands on the teacher. Is there are other ways to you could have handled that situation? I don't I don't condone what the teacher did. No, but you ain't her mama. You can't put your hands on her. But they, you know, they grown, they, they, they come in, they working with these kids, and these kids don't care, and they come in, they want to fight them. And where's the help, man? Where, where's the help for the educators, man? They got to fend themselves every day. They walk through them doors, man. Yeah. Like, where's the help? Yeah, like, that whole scenario should give you an idea of where we are societally to even yeah. be having these conversations is it's just no respect anywhere anymore you know and who is there to instill that respect see the reason yeah. why i would never contemplate the reason why in my head i can't wrap my mind around putting my hands on a teacher is because yeah. ain't no way in the world my my parents would have justified me doing anything like that period or imagine if it was your mama right what if it's your grandmother Right, right. So it, it's it's full circle because this is bringing me brown. What we got um, what we got coming down the pipeline with emerging business leaders. And this is something that was hitting close to home because of uh an incident that happened at my alma mater, Lincoln University, uh over a couple weeks ago over the past week. It was in a shade room about one of our faculty uh, that actually um was suffering from mental health and um committed suicide. And so with that um, there's a lot of talk about seeking help. Where can you get the help? But black men, black women, people, black people don't like talking about going to seeing counselors and talking about you know their issues. So emerging business leaders coming up um, pretty much in the next two weeks or so, we're gonna split up and we're gonna have two of the men groups and women groups, and we're gonna go into having um these light talks, real talk sessions. And we'll do this like probably it's a six-week course. We have a curriculum we're working out of. Um, and it's gonna be small groups talking about how to tackle the mental issues that you may be facing day to day. You know, how, how, well, what's the thing to do to help you grow as in a man, personal development. And so we'll, we'll work out of a book and we'll do book reading and then watch a video. And then we'll go into small groups and we'll talk about the issues that are facing us as in black men. This is all to help decrease mental illness and mental health issues. And, you know, and, and all this stuff we're talking about, you know, am I good enough or, uh, am I pretty enough or do I don't feel good about myself? And we want to make sure that we get back and help our community in that way. We have to. We have to. Because yeah. we need to help and we talk we don't talk about it. And something that um I'm coming to find even with myself in my journey is that, you know, I didn't realize I needed the help until I got the help. Yeah. You know, and that might sound a little ass backwards, but it's just nah. it's it's just right. Yeah. It's just true. It was a it was a post that on Facebook page, and it was like when I broke my ankle, I stood up. Like I, I broke it, I fell, it broke, I stood back up. I had adrenaline in my body. I walked, 
I, I walked out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Walked out, I walked up the steps. I was just like, mm, I must have sprained it. You know, I must have sprained it, whatever. I'm putting ice on it, but it's not getting better. And then when I walked into the, uh, it took me like a day. I slept on it, took a day. Then I finally went to urgent care. I walk in, get the x-ray. They're like, you need to go see a specialist like now. So then that's three days later, I go see a specialist and they like, no, that's that's broken. You shouldn't even be walking. Like how, 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 you know, like how? And it was severe. It wasn't like, it was, so, it was severe. So they were like, you shouldn't be walking. You should be on crutches. You shouldn't even be able to, you know, be standing right now. And it's just like, what was I supposed to do? Like, how else was I supposed to get here? Ooh. You know? Oh, how else was I supposed to get here? Isn't life like that? Yeah. The whole walking with a limp, you injured, dislocated, not knowing. You know what I mean? And then the whole time, it's saying that you needed help. And you didn't know you needed help. Yep. And life. Yep. Sometimes go through life not understanding the scars and sometimes you know our parents and you know ex exes and friends and people that disappointed us even ourselves yep even we do to ourselves i should have did this differently i shouldn't have left that job i should have waited maybe if i'd have said something differently and those scars are buried underneath underneath all the smiles and the fake facts the personas that we put on yep. to tell ourselves okay and we ain't really okay we're not okay. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a powerful man. Exactly. Yeah. To to switch up and be honest with Phil, that's not something I was ever taught. Yeah. To be in a moment and be like, mm, I hurt. Yeah. I hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this incident, that hurt my feelings. You just hurt me to the core. And yeah. instead of pretending that we're all good. I'm not going to pretend with myself. I'm going to allow myself to feel this hurt. I'm going to allow myself to feel what I need to feel so I can deal with it in this moment so I don't have to walk around and get triggered later and have some over-the-top reaction yeah. to something yeah. that I should have dealt with today. Yeah. Because that's something that I had to learn. Because I yeah. had to get help. And it's okay to get help. Yeah. That's what help and is for. Crazy because what you're saying and when you went to the doctors that you couldn't understand it. Like, oh, I was limping. I didn't know. I didn't know I need crutches. What the aftermath will comes after that. When we're faced with mental health issues and we don't understand that we're going through problems and we need the help. When we get the help, we can't effectively communicate how we are feeling. We effectively express the feeling that's going on on the inside of us. I be thinking these kids are soft these days when the teachers and some of them be telling them, well, Look at this picture and tell me how you're feeling on rated on this and there. Is it happy or sad? And you know, growing up, we you you would think somebody's soul. Why are you talking about your feelings? We that ain't something we do. We don't talk about feelings in this household. We don't talk about what happened to us 10, 5 years ago and how they left and how they abandoned us and we still work with those abandonment issues. We don't talk about it. What goes on in this house stays in this house and it don't pass that door. Yeah. And that goes on. You yeah. can't affect express our feelings and communicate that. And that's crazy. Cause how, how, right. how will we ever, one of the things I had to do, and it sounds so elementary, but what for the first thing I had to do as a grown adult, and I went to, to start a therapy at like 27, I had to identify emotions. Ooh. It was that deep. Yeah. 
Because my 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 go-to feeling, if somebody did any, was to go numb. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy. Because that's what we talk. To go numb, suck it up. Keep going. Ball it up. It ain't gonna matter. What is that gonna do? You know what happens? Gonna make you no money. It ain't gonna pay your bills. It ain't gonna. It ain't gonna feed you. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So suck it up because what is it? What is what? What are these emotions about to do for you? None. Right. But then, but then, when I call myself getting an argument with somebody, I call myself loving with somebody that I say that I care for. And then you say something to me and you trigger me and I'm like, F you be, don't ever talk to me again. I hate you. Da, da, da. And then two days later, I calmed down and I realized I was just triggered. Yeah. Yeah. I hurt you to your core now. And that's what I was trying to do. Saying some things you can't say. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is that we battle up all our emotions, everything that's happening to us. And, and, and next as adults, when we feel that we're and now we're getting all this pressure on us. Then we'll explode on the very people that was trying to help us. And now we're having all these, you know, these outbursts. And now we can't control them because emotionally I'm hurting on the inside. And I don't know how effectively to communicate it or express this emotion. Because they don't know what it is. So, yeah, it hurts. It hurts. So that's this is why we're sitting on, you know, just, you know, supporting the community and seeing their development. But actually, you know, working through these issues and talking to having these conversations and bringing them to the table. That's awesome. So these are so these are some of the things that y'all are gonna be working through in these workshops, yeah. right? Yeah. And when yeah. does that start? This is gonna start within uh, the beginning of February. Awesome. So yeah. how do you get involved in that? So we'll be um, posting anybody that wants to come on. If you're not local or anything like that, we'll have Zoom. Zoom will be available. We want it to be a closed, you know, in space, you know, more comfortable for anybody to express with you know, how they're feeling. So um, if you're looking to get involved, you can actually reach out to any of the board members and we can get you signed, get you set up uh, to come over and talk over Zoom. If not, you can come meet with us in person because we do do it in person. But for everybody that lives out of town, like I said, Zoom is the way to go. That's how we got to do it. That's how we got to yeah. do it. Okay. And let's run through all of these things that y'all are going to be working on again. Because it's a long list. We got wow. to soon. So February, we'll be hosting a flash mob, minority business mob. We'll be mobbing out to each minority business in the city of St. Louis and Columbia and mid-Missouri. We'll be having 15 to um, 25 people. So if you're interested in actually joining the flash mob to support local-owned businesses and support them financially, uh, support them you know, emotionally too as well. And, you know, you can come out and you can visit. We'll post those dates and what locations we'll be at then soon. Uh, we'll have our annual business expo coming up November 9th. We're actually planning a speed dating competition. It'll be towards October. Speed dating for all our entrepreneurs and if for anybody that's looking for love in all the wrong places, they can look for that too. We'll be hosting a life skills workshop in the um, coming uh, summer months. So that'll be from May to all the way to August and that'll teach computer literacy, mental health awareness, financial literacy, public speaking, all the whole nine yards. Then coming right back around, we'll have a masquerade ball to wrap up the year in December. And we got a lot of other things coming up, skate parties, um, sipping paint, a city baby shower. And for the entire year, we'll be asking for donations, for food, clothing, uh, diapers. We're looking to give back to our communities. We want to most make sure that the city of St. Louis helps them well and support that. So yeah, we got a lot coming up and a lot more to talk about. Podcast episodes, series, uh, uh, series with um, guest speakers coming on, telling you how to do accounting, 
grant writing, businesses uh, starting up, all that stuff. We want to get that down the pipeline as well, too. So we got a lot to come. Awesome. Awesome. So it sounds like we need to just be tapped in on social media. That's kind of what it sounds like. So yeah, the are coming. Uh, the statements are coming. So what, you're hearing it first actually here because we haven't exposed any of that. So you're hearing it first here on Thinker First and Speakers. But yeah, be tapped in and you know, follow us on all social platforms at emergingbusinessleader.com. You can also follow me, Trey L. Scott, the TikTok preacher at all social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All right, awesome. Now, you know I got to ask you about what's going on with yourself and your business before we get <laughs> So uh, we uh even with this, even with emerging business leader and everything on with this, um AO Movers has revamped. We are actually going moving from not just a moving company, but we're specializing in lawn care. And we just signed on our first franchise for the year with JanPro. So we're signed on with them and we're gonna actually do commercial and uh residential cleaning. So we do commercial and residential cleaning, lawn care. We're labor for hire. That's what we're switching over to. So you're higher level, uh, ready, ready, label help. You can hire us to do any type of labor that you need, the in and out jobs that you can't do by yourself. So if you need somebody to clean out your attic, we there. You need somebody to clean out and get the snow off your uh, roof and clean your gutters, we're there. If you need somebody to paint your side of your house, we're there. So we're looking to actually get uh, ball rolling with uh, our moving company and our uh, cleaning company for, towards the first week of actual February. And do you contract with like other people? So do you work with other entrepreneurs or is it that you hire people to do this labor? And then we are training them. So we have an orientation. Yeah, we, we train them from the inside. I have contracted with other moving companies when we did major moves like uh, any institutions. Like we, we just did uh, Lincoln University this past fall. Yeah, we had the contract with some other movers. Awesome. Okay, cool. That sounds that sounds dope. I saw that y'all changed the name. I was just like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, we have coming down the pipeline man a lot of work a lot of people are going to be excited and we're bringing a lot of other people on board so we can't wait all right cool and did that like incorporate the cleaning company and A&O yep. was that putting those two together yep all right okay I see uh I see uh well congratulations to you for that I'm glad to hear that everything is going well with y'all I heard it sounds like it's other good things happening with the rest of the board of emerging business leaders too yeah. Everybody's, uh, man, they 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 doing their own things and they always doing big things, though, and they making a splash. So I'm happy for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm excited to stay tapped in, excited to work with y'all and see what y'all got going for the rest of the year. I should say us now. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're part of the group. Yeah. You'll be late, that later on. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, like, I'm, like I said, I'm excited to get the work done, like, you know, and seeing the different ways that the community can be uplifted and seeing just how many great things are happening in St. Louis right now. Like, it's awesome to hear, you know, because we always hear about the, the bad parts, you know, the, we hear more of the bad parts than we hear about the good parts. So it's, it's nice to be hearing more about the good parts than the bad. Make you want to come on, don't it? <laughs> it does. It really does. You know what I mean? If if not for the weather, I might consider it. It's warm now. So, yeah. Look, you know what I'm saying? Y'all might have to catch me in the summer months only, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm excited for the work we're doing. I'm, I'm happy for you to come on board. You, you know, we got a great team, good people, man. Donald James, Dominic Tice, Chris Perry, Rasheed Troop, and then Johnny L. Brown as well. And Derricka Wilson and then Juwan Scott, man. I'm excited for all the work that we're doing with them and in the community. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm definitely excited. And I'm super excited to see what what y'all got coming and what it's going to look like and to be a part of it. Because Yeah, but you're planning. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, y'all, I hope y'all like this week's episode of Thinker versus Speaker. If you did, give it a like, comment, share your thoughts on what it is that we're talking about. Um, if you're ever interested in coming on the show, go to thinkerversusspeaker.com slash schedule. Schedule out a time with me. We can talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. You can introduce a topic to me, anything like that. It's completely free. It's just a 30-minute Zoom session. You can pitch your idea, and if it works, we got a good rapport, everything like that, then you'll be on the show. Consider it done you know and if you're looking for more forum thinker versus speaker we got a blog now you know i got the rabbit hole where i get to talk about the different things you know what i'm saying it's going through my mind you can read about the different episodes watch episodes stream episodes it's all there on thinker versus speaker.com shout out to chris perry of perry web design for putting that website together for me you know I appreciate you for that. But yeah, check out our website, you know, leave a comment there. Let us know that you stopped by and, you know, my social media, everything that you need to know is there. I literally don't need to tell you my social media because all you have to do is go to thinkerversusspeaker.com. You can find everything about me, Marissa the Thinker and Thinker versus Speaker. Trey, do you want to let them know where to find you one more time before we get out of here? Once again, if you haven't known, but you need to know, my name is Trey L. Scott. You can find me on all social platforms as a guitar preacher. All right, cool. I appreciate you for coming on the show. As always, it's a great conversation. I appreciate every time that you come on. I love to hear what you talk, what you what you got going on. I love to hear emerging business leaders and everything like that. Plus, it's just good conversations, good energy. So I always appreciate you. Always. It's always a pleasure. Like I said, you can add it to that group chat later. So you'll see everything coming down the pipeline. So I'm ready. Like I said, I'm ready. Y'all talking about podcasts and everything like that. You can get fill yeah. my calendar up. I'm ready. Yeah. All right, let's do it again. All right. Let's go. Like I said, I appreciate you. I'm not going to take up your whole night. Trey, thank you again for coming on. Is there anything else for the people before we get out of here? And peace and love. I'm always praying for you. All right. Then I'll talk to you later. Well, once I get in that group chat. All right. Later, y'all. All right. All right. <laughs>